0: Hey, welcome back. Welcome back, Russ. Hello. Welcome back, Maddie. Hi. You're with me, Tiffany, and we are here with you on the hashtag Date Differently podcast. And this is, we've touched on it so many different times in different ways throughout season one and two that I think it was really important that we put it all into one big monumental episode because it's such a big part of our life, technology. Mm, Yes, technology. (laughs) Technology.
1: Welcome to Date Differently, a podcast for the right girls dating the wrong guys.
2: Where we talk about breaking all the goddamn rules. It's just imprinted everywhere, isn't it,
0: really? It is. We live with it. We work with it. Has it murdered romance, though?
1: I think it has. I'm going to get out there and say it's definitely murdered romance. I mean, I am a self-confessed technophobe. If technology did not exist, I would be a very, very happy person. I mean, yes, Medical technology is important, aeronautical technology. There's lots of different technologies that are really useful and important in life. But one area where I think technology definitely adds zero value is in dating.
0: I think it's fundamentally changed the way we date and
2: look at romance and communicate, but I don't think it's killed it. Oh boy, technology, right? So I think everyone expects me, like I talk to a lot of people and because of the social collective and because of the date divinity approach, because we're big advocates of p- in real life, I think everyone expects me to go, oh, fuck you technology, you've ruined everything but I think there's a place for it in society and I think there's a, I, I definitely definitely agree with you Tiff that it has changed the way we date today and I remember Mads back in season 1 we talked a little bit around uh Tinder being uh, launched in 2011 and then in that 6 years the way we communicate has changed so I'm I'm sort of on the fence I think in dating technology has its place But at the same time, it is frustrating in terms of getting to know people and meeting new people.
1: See, that's it. I think technology has changed the way we communicate with people. When you're using apps for dating, you see a picture. And yes, that's sort of the main frustration that people have with dating and technology is that it's very fickle and you're just looking at a picture and it's, it's very It's all
0: aesthetics.
1: It is. Yeah, people think it's one-dimensional. And yes, you you know, you create more dimensions when you start to talk to people, and you could argue that that's sort of like a glance across the bar. But I think when you start your relationship in inverted commas, you, it's you're meeting a new person, you've, you've got a relationship with them, um, you know, not romantic yet. But if you start that on technology, it sort of sets a precedent for the rest of your communication. I am. A, I hate text messaging. Like it. it just makes me tired. I'd rather have a phone conversation, rather have a face-to-face conversation. So I think when you meet someone online and you're texting them back and forth at the beginning, it sets a precedent for how the rest of the communication is going to go for the relationship.
0: And I agree with you, like nothing will ever take place of in like face-to-face communication. Sure, you can have Skype conversations and that sort of thing, but to really get to know someone and to really connect with them, you need to be in the same
2: room mm, as them. But you, you, if all goes well, and I'm not saying all does always go well, you are going to get into the same room with them in theory, because I think we often forget what technology when when we talk about technology and dating we're talking about the apps Mm -hmm. predominantly right yeah and i think we almost forget what the apps are no and for those of you who have been listening through all our seasons you might have heard me say this in season one as well i think tinder bumble happen and the dating apps is nothing more than an introductory service and we need to treat it as an introductory service a lot of us don't we kind of are very reactive in using them, which I get. And we tend to try and date on the apps. Like, how many people out there listening, and you guys as well, have found themselves in a conversation with a guy going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for weeks, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks? And they now you're not using it as an introductory app. You've been introduced. Now you're trying to date on the damn thing. Mm-hmm. So And it kills your battery life, you know?
0: <laughs>
1: it really does. <laughs> yes, it does. I am... I was guilty of that. Like when I was using the apps, I was so guilty of just having these really long conversations and I was waiting for him to make the first move to say, right, do you want to meet for a coffee? Do you want to grab a drink? And I was just so sick of that not happening that I said to myself, right, the next person you match with, you're just going to message him and say, where are we going for drinks on the weekend?
2: Matt, that's interesting. And let's just talk about that for a second, right? Is it liberating? Because prior to Bumble men had to make that first move on the apps right that old school mentality flowing into digital space when Bumble came out it flipped the script it was like all right it's now you have to make that first move you have to step out of your comfort zone you have to get yourself and put yourself out there and, and break the ice with the guy right was that empowering or was that holy shit now I've got to do all the work
1: no it was definitely empowering and he loved it like we ended up dating for three months like it was a good yeah. relationship that's what he said when we met he's like I thought that was really cool that you were being forward and like it just showed confidence and I was really you know impressed by it and I was like oh, okay and I'm not a generally well I'm confident but I'm not forward and so it did make me feel more confident as well so I quite enjoyed that
2: what about you Tiff do you what do you have an opinion on whether so sometimes
0: I leave people in the B line because I'm still not sure about them so I'll be I'll be looking at them and I'll go oh yeah he's okay and then you get 24 hours to actually make the move and I've just let people go, you know, because I don't mm. want to make the move and to me mm. they're not like and it's completely on aesthetic. So like I'm oh, I'm I've kinda of got them on the sidelines and the way I see it is like I don't really hold them the way they look and their their bio and whatever to high enough regard that I want them to make the first move. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, so I match with them, but then I don't make the first you move. You don't do anything. And about I think it.
1: that's it. If you're not the type of person who is finding guys solely on looks, like a lot of people are just very visual and they just want a hottie with a good body. I am very much a I. I'm a personality kind of gal. So on those apps, none of that shines through. And people have to sort of craft a message about themselves. And it's just all very, very fake. And it comes across as very strange. It's like you're shopping and looking through a
2: window. Mm. And this comes back to the whole men and women think differently, right? So guys on the apps play the numbers game. Swipe, 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 right, 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 right. Doesn't matter. Just keep swiping right. See what happens. See how we match. From what I'm understanding, women... Uh, don't play the numbers game. No. Too tall, too fat, too skinny. Why is he or, naked? Yep. Moving on. He's pictured with a tiger. Fuck that. Moving on. Yeah. Left, or women left, left, play the left.
1: thing where, you know, they they see it. They see the person, they match with the person, they show their friends and they show their friends a few different ones and they're like, which one should I message? Who do you think's better? And they just analyze the hell out of it. Mm. And if I
2: was going to have an issue, it's not the technology that I've had an issue with. It's the skill set that's getting lost, right? There's no secret as part of the social collective, one of the things I'm always spouting on about is take control of your dating life. Take control of the men you're meeting. Take control of, be responsible for your happiness in dating, right? But here's the thing. You have no control of the men that are put in front of you on the apps. Yeah, you get kind of matched with someone who's got an algorithm, looks and finds some similarities. I don't, I'm not techie. I don't really know how yeah, the algorithm... Yeah, Bumble has those things together. you
1: can click. You can be like, oh, I'm an atheist or I'm right. this politics... But you're
2: still not in control of who's been put in front of you. Somebody else is putting a guy yeah, that they think they're might matching right you based on those options. Yeah. Yeah. And so you options. you have no control. Whereas if you're walking down the street and you see a guy standing at the bus stop, and you just get chatting to him because he's carrying, a, he's carrying Harry Potter. And you're a Harry Potter fan. And you start chatting to him. You are in control. You made that choice. You started that conversation. And if you don't want it to go anywhere, there's no obligation for it to go anywhere. Mm. Whereas the, the apps... And, and Tiff, at the beginning, you were like, oh, has technology murdered romance? Well... Technology is only as bad as people using it, right? So have we murdered romance as a community, as a society?
0: Sure, but I think it's not just technology. You know, you look at TV shows, Mm. movies, you're sold... Like, rom-coms have in a way, murdered romance because we are sold this lie of what a guy is supposed to do to show his love for a girl. Like One of my things growing up is I want to be swept off my feet and not physically swept off my feet but actually have that feeling of like be blown away by a man's showing of his love for me. Mm. And I think someone asked me to word that out, to actually explain what that looked like. What would he do? And I couldn't do it. I could not even (laughs) say, well, I just... I know the feeling of what I want but not a single guy like? is going to I don't know, ride in on a white horse and lay a gorgeous glittery blanket down and there's going to be a sunset and everything like that. I think that's completely built up in my own head of my expectations of yeah. wanting to be blown away by someone's love that when I do get shown love and how a guy's feeling about me it's not enough.
2: Yeah and, and you touched on this as well right? It's this whole idea and am I right in what you said earlier romantic comedies and, and you just so that's if it's, it's formed how we look at life, how we look at romance, how we look at love. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think in terms of like tech and dating and rom-coms, I feel like there need to maybe be more rom-coms that incorporate online dating or incorporate these dating apps because then...
2: There wasn't there a film, You've Got Mail? <laughs> But with Tom Hanks, like, way back when, I'm such a rom-com Showing nerd, your age there, so Russ. <laughs> Soz. Um, but I've, I think
1: a lot of movies have now started to incorporate text messaging, sort of, you know, when you see it pop up on the screen. Yeah. So I think Hollywood out there, if you're listening, can you please make a rom-com where a couple ends up together through meeting on an app? Like, I have lots of <laughs> friends who are in fantastic relationships through meeting on an app. But we're not shown that in mainstream media, so Mm. I don't believe it. I only believe the rom-coms.
2: I wonder how much of our, our parents influence that. Like There are a lot of people that I speak to who've got parents in loving relationships. One of the girls that we're working with was like, oh my God, my parents have been together 60 years and they've got a beautiful marriage and I want that. Except I'm trying to get that in today's modern technology-driven world. But I think
1: technology has stopped people approaching other people in real life. Uh That's it, right?
0: Because it gives you this false sense of security like, it's okay, I've got these apps, I'm still doing something about my dating life. Instead of having your full peripheral vision when you're driving, it's like having tunnel vision. Right? Mm -hmm. So when you're driving and you've got a convertible, you've got all this view of what's around you, but then if you're in a car, you only, you see a little bit less the way you see it with dating is when you're not on the apps you take the world as what it is right if you're going to go off and have a chat with someone at the bus stop it's because you're already there at that point where you want to put yourself out there and have a chat with a guy at a bus stop but if you're walking towards the bus stop swiping and you know chatting to these people speaking to the guy at the bus stop who's holding a harry potter book isn't even in your mind Mm. because you're You're being so stimulated. yeah you're not seeing
1: what is right in front of you
2: it's become a commodity
1: that is so important. People aren't looking around and and looking and seeing for potential partners, potential, you know, dating people. Mm. They're not looking in their friendship circles. They're not looking in their workplaces.
2: They're just not looking. And that comes back down to something we've always said is like have a, a social life that serves your dating life and a dating life that serves your love life, right? Because then you'll meet more people. But we're very quick to blame technology for things that are going wrong. Oh, 100%. In I blame it for everything. I saw the funniest photo the other day and funnily enough i was on technology when i saw it i was on facebook and it was a photo from i want to say probably uh, late 20s maybe going into the 30s or 40s and it was a picture of a train carriage and in that train carriage there was like a whole bunch of men in suits all sat going where they're going in each of the seats and each one of them had the world's biggest newspaper open and they were reading it not a single one talking to each other, all just stuck with their newspaper, which was huge, right? And for those of you listening, you can't see how big my arms are stretched right now, giving you an example of what this newspaper looks like. These big kind of Daily Telegraph-style newspapers in their hand, not saying one word to each other on their daily commute. That was the technology of the time. That They weren't talking to each other.
1: Okay, well, you're talking about commuting, but when they went out with friends after work for a drink at the pub, they... They probably would have been, you know, scouting the ladies. The ladies would have been looking around at the men. And and that's when people sort of do their scouting. Whereas personally, when I go out with friends now, I go out and hang out with my friends, which is great. I have an awesome, great quality time with people that I love. But I don't sort of have my peripherals open like Tiff was saying before. I don't have my blinkers on. They're not open. I won't be picking up what people are putting down. If a guy starts flirting with me... I probably won't take it as flirting. I'll just be like, okay, cool, yeah, bye. Then when I get home, I'll be like, cool, time for dating. Whip out a tub of Halo (laughs) Top and get swiping.
2: (laughs) That's so interesting. I love that. So you're saying that... We don't associate as much, not completely, but we don't associate meeting someone from a dating perspective with being out and socializing. We're out with our friends, we're talking, we're yeah, hanging out. Like they two different they're things. They're two I very different that's things. Now the, and oh that's God. now the
1: exception when it comes to dating. That is the exception. If a guy approached me in a bar and was like, oh, hey, like just ask me about my day or just struck up a conversation, I'd be like, well, what, what do you want? Like, are you going to try and steal my handbag? I'd hold that close. I'd be like, what? People don't do this. Yeah, you well.
0: kind of wise up to it, don't you? you? You kind of not wise up to the whatever it is that they're putting it down because, again, we're not mind readers, right? No. And this guy can be trying to, like, touch your arm and be like, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, who is this freaking weirdo? Mm-hmm. And Get him away from me, me when me it's up, like, hang right? on, actually, he's
2: trying to yeah. to hit on me, you know? And that's why I don't like dating apps. <laughs> it's made us all so cynical. It does. And that shits me up. Like, that, that whole, oh, this guy's being weird or creepy because he's talking to me for God's he's just talking to you man like just talk back and like something someone once said to me really sticks with me every interaction is an opportunity every goddamn interaction is an opportunity whether you like the guy whether you don't like the guy give him the time to just talk to him now a lot of women in our market have said to me i do russ i do speak to him i do make an effort i am polite and that's fair right but we're still coming back to this conversation that we've had many episodes ago around you're waiting for him to come to you
1: But also, just like, I, you know, I wouldn't notice if a guy was coming up to me in a bar and flirting with me. Flip that around. If I, you know, approach a guy in a bar and try and flirt with him, maybe he won't know that. So maybe... No, we guys,
2: we'll just assume you're flirting with us. We'll just assume you're hitting, well, to a degree. I don't know. I feel like a lot of guys are a bit clueless. I think there is this... Well, not clueless,
1: but they just think, oh yeah, she's cool. That was a great chat. Okay, bye. And I'm there like, but why didn't you like ask me to go to coffee tomorrow? (laughs) Did you state
2: your intentions?
1: Well, exactly. Like, maybe you need to state your intentions a little bit sooner, a little bit clearer because people have this mentality mm. of, I'm not, I'm not here to date, I'm here to hang out with my friends.
2: Yeah, I, I once uh, spoke to a guy who was like, oh, I really like this girl. And I was like, oh, did you go over and talk to her? <laughs> he was like, no, I was hoping she'd come up on my Tinder app so I could swipe. Oh my God, that's <laughs> oh, so wow. funny. Wow. <laughs> oh man. And look, this is it, right? But you can't, it's a necessary, technology is a necessary evil. It exists. It's only going to get worse or better, depending on how you look at it. But it's going to be there. So how do you make it work for you?
1: And that's it. As much as I hate it, it's there. I do use it sometimes. Um, So, yeah, we have to try and learn to use it and work with it.
0: It's not just dating, right? Like, it's people's expectations. Because we haven't even really touched on sex. And specifically, porn and that sort of thing. And, like, what it's done to to people's minds. Like, we touched on rom-coms, and Russ, you said it the other day. Yeah,
2: I I think maybe rom-coms have done to women what the porn industry has done to men. Set unrealistic expectations for what's out there. Yes. Right? Like, nobody I mean, I don't know, I'm not in all of your sex lives, but I don't think everyone fucks like a porn star, and I don't think there's guys running through airports to declare their love just before you get on a plane to fly out to another country and never see them again. It's a nice to have, it's a desirable, it's a, we want it, but it's not real and I think we know that. I don't think we're. I don't think we're ignorant. I think we do know that sex isn't going to be porn, and I think we do know that, um, like you know, that hopeless romantic image isn't always going to be there. Mm. But it doesn't stop us hoping or wanting for it. to be fair,
0: it also doesn't stop the fact that it's at our fingertips whenever we want. Still talking about the
2: porn.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it's kind of, and that's true. It's just it's always there. So you can be commuting. You can people really like multitasking now. Everyone is so busy. So I guess it does. It, it makes us utilise our time wiser in inverted commas because, yeah, you'd be going about your day and I'll just do a bit of swiping here and there. Mm. So what
2: this comes back to, and because this is, Tiff, uh, you said at the beginning, right, like bringing everything we talked about in season one and two to this big episode comes back to something we talked about from the very beginning is do you have a dating strategy and what does that mean for you? Because really, technology, if we treat it as an introductory service, it's a tool. It's one part of getting as many exposure to as many potential dates as you can. You treat it like the tool that it is, get him off the platform as quickly as possible, get him into real life as quickly as possible and bloody well date him. And I know it's not always in your control. I get that right. But the concept of don't waste time on the apps any more than you need to is important.
1: I struggle with the abundance mentality on the apps. There's so many guys you can just go swipe, swipe, swipe. So maybe set yourself some rules around using the apps. So maybe say to yourself, oh, I'm only going to have five matches and I'm going to talk to these five guys and see what eventuates from that. Like limit yourself a little oh, I like bit. I that. think I think that's a good thing to do. I yeah. think as
2: a as an overarching idea, completely. But I know one person who I think is an inc- and it's a guy. Who I think is an incredible guy. He's good looking. He's funny. He's interesting. He doesn't match once on the apps. He, he is swiped like no tomorrow and he hasn't got one match. And I don't How is that so he's good looking then? He's a good looking guy. I'm not going to sit around and say he's an ugly guy. I think he's a good looking guy and he's an incredibly engaging guy. But maybe it's the type of pictures he's Or maybe picked. it's, the, maybe people it's the people that he is, is saying yes to. And maybe, so
1: maybe he's saying yes to some people and but they're just not saying yes to him. So, so that, that, that
2: kind of fosters that environment that I'm not good enough for some people but I'm good enough for others. And this is another thing that comes with the dating apps, I think. It's a matter of taste, though, as well. Fair. Yeah. But like, if you're playing a numbers game, to not get one Mm. match...
1: Is that what he says? Or has he shown you that? I'm kind of sceptical that he hasn't got one
2: match. I'll ask him. But I'd be keen to hear from our listeners. I'd be keen to hear, is any of you out there in that boat where you've been swiping like No Tomorrow, and you don't get very many matches. And I'm going to be really clear about this. I don't think this is an infringement or an attack against how you look at it or as a person, but just generally, as a process of using the apps, are you out there swiping to No Tomorrow, getting no results, and getting frustrated with it? I'd be really interested to hear. Send me an email. It's russ at thesocialcollective.com.au or join us and help us continue to have this conversation on our Facebook group. It's a closed Facebook group. And we're getting as many people on there as we can to just keep talking about these kind of things. You can find it on Facebook. Just search for hashtag date differently. Let's break all the goddamn rules and come find me, Maddie and Tiff in there and tell us about what's going on with you in your dating life. Thanks for listening. That's
0: it for season two, I guess. Go us. I hope you
2: guys enjoyed it. I hope that we look if anything right. I hope you guys listening got something out of this and walked away with something over these two seasons that you can either put into your dating life now or take away and share with your friends or kind of go yeah i'm gonna take control of my fucking dating life i'm gonna enjoy dating again Mm -hmm. whatever that is i really hope uh, you guys enjoyed it and i I enjoyed doing it thank you maddie thank you tiff it's been amazing And thank you,
0: Russ. Like, we love being part of this community and it really has opened my mind to actually getting back into dating. Like, I was experiencing some dating fatigue and through recording this podcast and producing season one, it's actually made me want to get back into dating and and maybe possibly exploring getting back on the apps and things like that. So I might even have some first-hand stories for season three. Get on
2: that Facebook group. So excited. And I also want to put out there, right, guys, if you're listening and there's something you want us to talk about right for season three get in touch with us Call me, phone me, text me, find me on the street. I don't care how you do it. Get in touch with us. In the notes below, there'll be lots of contact details for all of us. Get in touch. Tell us what you want to hear more of.
1: Yeah, and we would love to hear what you guys are talking about with your friends. What dating frustrations do you have? What dating tips can you share? And what things do you love about dating? Because dating is an awesome, fun thing. And doing this podcast and talking about it as much as we've been doing for the last few seasons has has made me excited too. Like dating is a really fun part of life. It's a great time to be in. It's a great time to be dating and to be meeting new people and trying new things and working on yourself all at the same time. So thanks for swiping right on us, guys.
2: Amazing. Keep it raw. Keep it honest. Keep it real, guys. Keep breaking those rules. Love you all. Talk soon. Thanks for listening, guys. If you like what we're putting down, do not hesitate to hit subscribe to this podcast and help continue the conversation with us on our Facebook group. It's hashtag date differently. Let's break all the goddamn rules. We would love to see you there.